Hello, and thank you for joining us on a second season of The Business Advantage. I am Alicia M. Pennington, your host and owner of Advantage Athletic Training. If you listened to any of our first 20 episodes, then welcome back. And if you're just joining us on season two, then we're happy to have you. I apologize in advance. I'm fighting a little bit of a cold, so I'm going to sound nasally, but I want to power through this and get this introduction to you guys because I feel it's really important before we start our second season for me to explain the changes that we've experienced. I'm super excited about this new season because we have a whole new format, both in how we're delivering the audio and also how the listener is going to be able to interact with our podcasts. This is mostly as a result of us becoming BOC approved providers for continuing education. After finishing up the last season, I did a little bit of soul searching and decided that I wanted to deliver a product that enriched the lives of athletic trainers. One way to accomplish that was by creating content that is continuing education worthy. We did a lot of work in the off season, not only applying to become approved providers, but working to determine what athletic trainers really need to know in the way of business skills. So in true Alicia fashion, I found inspiration from another podcast that I think really helps explain my approach to business and athletic training. I was listening to a podcast called Revisionist History, and it's done by Malcolm Gladwell, who is one of my favorite authors. He has written Outliers, Tipping Point, Blink. Um, He's just a phenomenal author, really has an interesting approach on the human psychology and just generally kind of how he approaches things. So he had a theory that he introduced on one of his podcasts, which is essentially called the weak versus strong theory. And this theory isn't original to him. He didn't create it. This is just the first I had heard of it. So I want to make sure that I give him credit for that. So essentially the idea behind the weak versus strong theory is that on the strong side, what you're doing is adding more resources to a strong entity in order to make it kind of bigger, faster, stronger kind of thing. As opposed to the weak theory is essentially adding resources to the weak side and bringing it closer to the strong side. So the way that he presents this is um, kind of that people have two different trains of thoughts. Essentially that you want to kind of either focus on the weaker person on a team. If you think about it from a team perspective, what we want to do is make sure that everybody on the team has about the same amount of playing capacity, if you will. And so we're going to focus on the weakest person on the team, and we're going to try to elevate their level of play to bring them closer to the strongest person. Whereas someone who believes in the weak, in, in the strong side theory would essentially say, 
let's primarily focus on the strongest person on the team. Let's provide as many resources and abilities to that person. And because they are so much bigger, stronger, faster than everybody else on the team, they'll essentially carry everybody on their back. So you're probably thinking, Alicia, what does this have to do with athletic training or your podcast? Here's my thoughts. As athletic trainers, our strengths mostly lie in our clinical skills. It's pretty much what sets us apart from other professions and really the majority of our focus in our formal education programs. So what I mean by this is, you know, all of our special tests, the, the, um, different manual therapies, and everything that we learn to be a practicing clinician. I think that those all belong on the strong side. And I would argue that business skills or the focus on administrative skills is sort of our weak side argument. So if you're someone who sides with the strong argument, then you are likely a proponent of any number of um, advanced certifications. Perhaps you're someone who pursues, you know, Graston or ART or uh, dry needling, cupping, kinesio taping. Those are all examples of continuing education certifications that would advance, if you will, the strong side of who we are as clinicians. However, if you're a proponent of the weak side argument, so kind of this idea of let's identify what we are weakest in and strengthen that, then you would see that our greatest opportunity for growth as a profession is by strengthening our weaknesses, thereby business skills, administrative tasks, things along those lines. Now, believe me, I understand business skills are not glamorous and they likely won't give you the level of satisfaction as scraping an adhesion would. I think we've all been there. We know what it feels like to, you know, work out that knot or that adhesion. I promise you business skills probably aren't going to give you that level of satisfaction, at least not immediately. However, I think that this theory can sort of create polarizing thoughts. In in a way, it's sort of a jack of all trades, master of none type argument. You either believe that investing resources in your strongest and best is the right decision or determining that the strongest and the best are good enough for right now and instead allocating the resources to the weakest in order to kind of strengthen the overall team or just generally speaking to strengthen yourself. I would like for you to consider strengthening the team. This podcast is not going to teach you a new skill that makes your athletes return to play more quickly. I won't be able to offer you a technique that you can show off to your colleagues. But what we are going to do is dig into areas that are uncomfortable, topics that are seemingly obscure and have no relation to what you do on an everyday basis. You're going to feel challenged to think about ideas in ways that 
you may have never considered previously, but I ask you to trust me, to believe that what we have to offer will not only make your weaknesses strong, but allow you to better hone your strengths as well. By focusing on areas that normally get very little attention, we open up massive opportunities for growth, not only in our own careers, but for the entire profession. So how does this actually translate to athletic training? What are we really talking about here in terms of application to everyday practice? This is going to be different for everyone, but I recognize a need for athletic trainers to acquire primary business skills in order to progress our profession forward. In my time working as a business owner, I have realized that we have an incredible lack of understanding of skills that could truly benefit us in representing ourselves and holding conversation with others to prove our value. This is the intersection that I am most strongly passionate about business, and athletic training. Which brings me to my entire reason for doing this podcast. I want athletic trainers to have access to this information for free. It's so invaluable. I think that you should earn continuing education units for it. So we at Advantage have taken it upon ourselves to determine the most necessary business skills, compile those into digestible episodes, and deliver them to you in a format that is BOC approved so that you can learn while accumulating continuing education units. And we're doing all of this for free because quite frankly, There's enough already in this world that is trying to take your hard-earned money, and I just want you to do a little bit of learning on my dime. So with that said, we are going to discuss a number of different business skills over this season. My hopes are that they will be readily applicable for you in your everyday practice, and I will make sure that I'm giving you plenty of examples throughout each episode of how it relates to athletic training. If you listened to our podcast previously, you may hear some repeat information, but it will be packaged differently. And so now you'll basically be able to earn a CEU for listening to it. There's a format that we will carry out in each episode. We will identify the learning objectives up front, discuss and define the topic, describe the value that it has to athletic training, break down the components of it, Introduce its application through an outside resource, like I just did with Malcolm Gladwell's Strong versus Weak Theory, and then provide applicable scenarios to utilize it, and then summarize all of the points for you. We intend for each episode to be approximately 60 minutes, thereby allowing one CEU credit for each episode that you listen to. We also intend to release about 10 episodes, but please understand that this is about quality, not quantity for us. So if after seven or eight episodes, we feel like we've given the listeners all that we can give, then we're going to stop there. 
I do not intend to bore you with information. And for that reason, there is a great deal of research and work done to create each episode. And so what is most important to us is that the listeners gain information and are able to apply it to practice. And we will use that as our guiding light to work through this season together. So um, I hope after listening to this that you are as excited as I am. I can't wait for you to hear some of what we have in store for season two. The website will be available very soon. Please follow us on our social medias in order to get announcements about registering and being notified of when a new podcast releases. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at The Advantage, that's T-H-E-A-T-V-A-N-T-A-G-E. And thank you so much for being our listeners. We are hopeful that you will provide us feedback and all kinds of fun stuff throughout this second season. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Thank you.